Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John Pulpicar. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I have to admit, you're a handsome fellow, but you're not as good-looking as my partner last week, so. Well, well, you know, it's unfair advantage. She has way much nicer legs than you, John. I just got to tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. I haven't shaved mine in years, so, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we really appreciate Brenda uh, standing in for me last week. I kind of, uh, I had a uh, something come up. So yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. So, and yeah. I really, really appreciated her doing it. It was very nice of her. She goes, "Well, if you need me to, I'll do it." So, okay, done. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> she was just being nice. Oh, yeah. oh crap! Oh. Yeah, I didn't let her off the hook, but now she did it, and she did a really good job as usual. She didn't think she did. She didn't. She you know, criticized herself, blah, blah, blah. But I thought she did. She did even better than I thought she was going to do because sometimes she gets a little shy. But she did well. She did very, very good. And she. everybody seemed to think that I was a nicer person with her on the show. I don't yeah, get that's, it. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she didn't uh, think she did a good job. Has she ever listened to our show, Doug? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't set a real high bar. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the, only, the only thing our bar w- is high for is people trying to do the limbo. It's so low they can't get under it. Uh, yeah, uh, so. but, but the same thing didn't like didn't like her voice. You know, you know how it is. Yeah. The same yeah. thing with us. We all nobody does. Nobody does. So, anywho. How are you? Uh, how's uh, everything going? So, give us the latest update on the beautiful Lisa. Yeah, uh, well, uh, we had to uh, head to the hospital last Saturday. Um, we didn't know what it was. Um, apparently, well, she she woke up uh, having uh, I get uh, it, she said a flushing down her torso, like a, a real hot feeling all the way through her torso. And so it happened like three times, and she thought she was going to pass out. So we went up to the hospital, and they did blood tests. They did a chest x-ray. They did all kinds of tests and everything. And what they said in the emergency room that was that 
the enzymes in our heart were high. There were some kind of enzymes that were being triggered from the chemotherapy. And okay. so that was making her doing that. But then on the chest x-ray, the ER doctor came in and said that she had a, a mass in her uh, lung behind where the uh, surgery was done. And so that, of course, scared the... The Jesus out of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and really set us into full panic mode because that would mean that she's in stage three or stage four um, yeah. cancer and just stage two. And so so we had dealt with that on Saturday, but then on Sunday, the uh, cardiologist and the oncologist at the hospital came in and saw her, and I guess more of the uh, actual radiology tech uh, doctor came in, read the x-ray. Somebody actually, said, it's their field. Yes, uh, came yeah. in and said he did not see what the ER doctor was talking about. Um, he sees scar tissue from where she had the mastectomy and uh, does not think that is a mass on her lung at all. No. And so we sent, sent the x-ray to her regular oncologist. She agreed with the, the uh, oncologist at the, at the hospital. And so that's what we're hoping. I mean, obviously, she's going to have more tests done and everything, but we're hoping it's just the scar tissue is what showed up. Well, uh, the, so. the thing is, a lot of times with these, and, dude, my hat's off to, and thank goodness for that. It seems, you know, it's positive news as good as positive could be in this situation. But, uh, like, even with my throat thing, when I first went to the ER doctor, uh, the doctor goes to me when I showed him that mass that was behind my uvula. That he started first of all that long story short me and this doctor got into a major dis major disagreement down the road because he literally laughed kind of and said I have never seen anything like that before and you see you need to go see an ENT and now that's the bed it was like Trapper John remember Trapper John MD thought he was Mr. Cool Guy all that you know hot shot and he looked at my throat and said, you know, you need to go in ENT. I ain't never seen anything like that. So me and my wife's heart dropped, you know, yeah. and of course it would. But then uh, we, uh, the thank God what pulled us back off the rails was the nurse came over and she goes, listen, calm down. She goes, I know you guys are panicking. She goes, but my brother had the same kind of thing and he's fine now. So just go see the NT before you guys get all worried about everything. And thank God he did. But the point is, she goes to me, she goes, he don't see this stuff every single day. It's rare that somebody comes in and says they got something in their throat. He don't, that ain't his specialty. You know, he's in here for cut scrapes, burns, bruises, and heart attacks and stuff like that. He's really not in here for that. You know, he don't see this every day. Yeah. So it might have been the same thing with Lisa. This ER doctor don't see that everything. And there's nothing wrong with them. They're erring on the side of caution, but it ain't their specialty. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're hoping anyway. So like I said, we she's got a, uh, a what does she have this week, a neurologist? Because they're, they're thinking the heart thing was actually a nerve um, that was misfiring for some reason near her heart and sending enzymes into there. So... She's got a neurology appointment, an oncologist appointment, a cardiologist appointment, and a general practitioner appointment. God so, bless you, John. Fun. God bless yeah. you, John. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, we are praying and praying and praying, and 
like I said, Brenda Pitch hit it, hit free, and I was very happy with it. We got a lot of uh, feedback on everybody wants to get rid of me. Bob and Mary call me at like 5:45 in the morning. Oh my God, Brenda's amazing. You should leave the show. <laughs> I don't think they said you should leave the show, Doug. So. Well, kinda. No, it wasn't that bad, but it was kind of everybody, dude. It was really around 8 o'clock in the morning, but I got to exaggerate a little. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, everybody was a, everybody was a, very impressed. So, But she did a good job. We had a good time. You got to eventually listen to it. I asked her about some of her favorite restaurants and stuff like that. and We had a good time with it and talked a little about Riverside and memories and different things like that. Along with, we still did the news. So it was a good show. It would have been the best show nice. if you'd have did it with Brenda, is what everybody else thinks. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't think so. Well, even Judith said, so see, I know Judith believes that too, because you are her favorite when it's me and you, but now Brenda's her new favorite. So I know the dream show for Judith would be you and Brenda. That's what I'm thinking, John. Don't you think that? Yeah, absolutely. And Judith would probably be. I don't know. Judith would be happy with Tommy and uh, and Brenda doing it. Okay. Maybe maybe Lisa and maybe Lisa and Brenda. So. Oh, I think they'd be the happiest if it was Lisa, Judith, and Brenda doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I'm thinking anyway. But now we had a good time. We we missed you very much. Um, but I'm glad things are leaning more towards positive than negative right now. Again. In this situation, the positive thing would be she's done with everything. That's when it's going to be real positive. So. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we've still got uh, some more uh, some more chemotherapy, and then we'll have to find out about radiation after that. So yeah, just more uh, more stuff in the pot, you know. And I seen a few more people added to the GoFundMe. So thank you guys for all that. We really appreciate that. It was very nice of everybody. Yeah, I, I'm I'm truly amazed at the. Uh, at the friends and most of them are facebook friends and i would say you know um other than than you and and maybe two or three other people i would say 80 percent of them are people that i've never even met that have contributed and that's just it's a wonderful thing i mean facebook obviously gets a lot of flack for uh some of the stuff it does but um being able to post something like that on there and get the positive feedback that way is is truly a remarkable thing because you know 20 years ago what would you even done put a jar up at circle k I mean, you know, I, I have no idea. So. No, I hear you. That's why I'm glad it's working out. The, uh, you know, our listeners from our show, uh, every little bit helps. We really appreciate it. Like I said a million times, we've doing this show for 10 years now, going on 11 now, and we've never really asked you for anything. So we really appreciate that you're coming through for us now, and we did ask for a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't be more thankful. It's really, really nice to see. So, any... Well, all right, Doug. Uh, I'm at Hollywood Studio. Uh, figures, you so broke... That's my hub now. That's where I park at. You're at Hollywood Studios <laughs> now? Johnny? Yeah, yeah, that's my new hub. Um, yeah, I'm at Hollywood Studios. What? When did they transfer you from Epcot to Hollywood Studios? Uh, we bid on hubs every six months or so. And I thought I would get better hours at Hollywood Studios, so I, I uh, moved over there. Because okay. uh, Epcot was not going to do Animal Kingdom anymore, so they were going to have fewer routes going out of, Anim uh, out of Epcot. Hollywood Studios is doing Animal Kingdom now, so 
I bid on Hollywood Studios, and so I got my morning hours over Hollywood Studios. Now, so. Well, that's awesome, and it changes scenery up a little bit for you. Yeah, and it gives me a nice, uh, about a half mile, three quarters walk in the morning, three quarters walk in the mile on the way home. And uh, seeing as I have a very stationary job now, a uh, little walking is not going to hurt my physique. So, you know. So. And that little bone ball rolling out there, are oh, you? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. That ain't that the truth. But since uh, I am over there, uh, four out of the last five days I've had the exact same schedule, Doug. Uh, the same hotel in the morning going to Animal Kingdom and the same hotel in the afternoon uh, going to Animal Kingdom. So let's see if you can get it. Uh, all right. In the morning, I'm listening to jazzy uh, ragtime piano. So that's Port Orleans. Nope. No? No. no. Jazzy uh, music? Yeah, yeah. All-star kind of, music? Uh, no, no. Okay. Well, you just said... What else would be jazzy? Jazzy, uh, ragtime, 2030s, uh, uh, ragtime, not, not Dixie, or, yeah, not, uh, uh, like, uh, banjos and stuff, but more, uh, let's see, what else, what else would I uh, describe it as? I, uh, classy music. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> I mean, that? uh, then I would go, maybe Boardwalk? Roaring 20s at the Boardwalk? Nope, nope. Where are you at, Johnny? I'm not going to guess this. I look a fool Grand already. Floridian. Grand Floridian. Grand Floridian. All you would have had to say is the 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 guy's playing his trumpet with his pinky hanging out, and I would have got it. <laughs> All right, and then in the afternoon, I'm listening to uh, Spanish guitar all, all afternoon. Coronado Springs. You got that one right away. Yeah. Yes, so. I'll drink to that. Did you hear the crack yeah. of the can? All right. Bottoms up. Yeah, it's Coca-Cola, John. Oh, you <laughs> ruined it all. Uh, well, well, I can't have a beer, so I'm envisioning you having one. So you know. I'm going to crack one of them tonight when my Phillies play again, John. Did you see them win the first game of the World Series last night? I saw the score, so yeah. yeah, uh, it, it looks like you're going to run away with it. Oh, and you're leading here, too, 5 to nothing. So five uh, Philly fans today, no Astro fans. That uh, is awesome, dude. I, I love my they're playing good I love it for mom uh, yeah JT Ramuto hit a home run in the 10th inning to win the game the top of the 10th and Brenda's asleep next to me and I'm screaming ah, JT! and she looks over at me like what what what's going on <laughs> yeah they won 6-5 they were down 5 nothing in that game too John and came back yeah, it, feels, it, it just feels like the Phillies are going to take it. They're just uh, that that team that has the it factor this year. I, I think, hope so. so. From your lips to God's ears, because the Astros are a tough team, plus they cheat. <laughs> Don't we know it? Yeah, they uh, do cheat, man. So, And did you hear the sad, 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 sad news? Well, there's been a lot of sad news. What sad news is this? The king and queen of America is getting divorced. Tom and Giselle filed this week, John. After 13 years of marriage, they're getting a divorce. Should we have a moment of silence, John? I think they'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, holy moly, dude. But yeah, that they're getting a divorce. That's the news this week. Your Gators, your 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 Gators are playing right now against Georgia. Are you uh, taping the game? Uh, yeah, well, the, the Gators, the Buccaneers, 
Uh, well, Magic finally won last night. Lightning are, are sucking. It, it's not a good sports time for me right now. Dude, even not, my Flyers not. beat your Tampa Bay Lightning. How the hell did that happen? You know things yeah. are bad when the Flyers beat them. Yeah, they're not feeling it right yet. I mean, hockey's such a long season. No, though, absolutely. So there's, there's time for that to turn around. But, yeah, the Bucks and the Gators, oh, God, garbage, garbage, garbage. So... I mean, honestly, if Tom Brady is going to lose his marriage over that, he should. He should have. I mean, why? Why would yeah. you lose your marriage over to come back and go three and five? I mean, hell. No, it's, a waste. it's so. very, very sad. And how did we do last week in the uh, in the leagues? How did you make out? I'm trying to remember. That was right on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to week seven so we can go over it. Let's give the scores because me and Brenda right, well. didn't. I actually got my butt kicked in, stomped on, and ran over. Tommy beat me 156 to 125. The se- now, and I scored good. 125 points ain't bad. Yeah. Yeah, 125 would win a lot of games. Yeah, would have beat. Uh, I, I would have beat everybody but two, three other people. I'd have beat the rest of the league almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, poor Lisa lost. Evan Chasen beat her. One one oh two point six four to one oh two point two two. Yeah, she was back home and watching that game, and <laughs> one more rush, one more rush. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Our buddy Aaron Ryan beat O Town one oh one to thirty five. Hamilton lost again, John. I think. I think. I think um, he might be on the chopping block. This yes, week. I think so. He's zero and seven, and uh, starting guys on the bye week every week. Yeah. Uh, you won, John, 127-98 over your son. You gave him a good beating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Teach him a lesson. Yep. Mr. Monorail Bob won over over Mr. Watts, over Bangers and Mash, uh, 109-82. Pat actually won, so I'm really mad at Sean Duffy. Pat won 101-74. And the beautiful Judith... Well, beat Mrs. Milford uh, 139 to 65, John. Yeah, she's the other one on the chopping block, my sister-in-law. So my high school buddy and my uh, sister-in-law, they're both on the chopping block for uh, getting eliminated this year. Well, all I have to say is if we don't get two that definitely will promise to do what they're supposed to do, we just keep the league at 12 then. Yeah, I might reduce the team to 12. I don't know. We'll, we'll shoot it around, but, yeah, we might just do that. Yeah. Give everybody a little better chance to get backups and stuff. So We'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll see. But, anyhow, that's what it looks like. Uh, that's what it looked like last week. This week, I play the beautiful Lisa. Mm, and uh, you're losing right now to Aaron Ryan 10-3. to 3. <laughs> How the heck that happened? Probably the Bucks defense. Yeah, so, but it's going to be very, very interesting. My six and Eagles play this week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I'm hoping to go seven and zero. If the if the Phillies win tonight and the Eagles win tomorrow, dude, I'll be very happy. It'll make my foot feel better. Yeah, what'd you do to your foot? I have no clue. I I have no idea, dude. It's it, it acts up every once in a while. Um, I think I got arthritis in it or a gout or something stupid in it right now. It, it, it's the big, the ball and the big toe. You know what I'm saying? It oh, just, yeah. Yeah. That's, 
that bothered me one day after uh, a Friday after Thanksgiving. I went down to the emergency room and it was gout. But they the medicine they gave me for it was worse than the actual pain of the of the foot. Yeah. Uh, so it was horrible. So I just quit eating. Um, it, what my problem seemed to have been uh, um, lunch meats. Okay. Uh, the, the richness of lunch meat seems to have been the issue. So. Well, this pa- yeah, this past week I had shrimp and I had two cheesesteaks, and I think that did it. Yep, yep. Even though they were minis, I basically had one cheesesteak because we did them on the mini rolls. Dude, they were not even about the size of a half a normal cheesesteak, if you get one. And so it wasn't yeah. bad, but I think that kind of did it to me. It was I stood, I was kneeling behind the toilet because we're redoing the bathrooms in uh, the Brigada. We're doing the water club in the Brigada. And uh, I went to get up, and I felt that big toe pop, and it's been like, oh, my goodness, dude. I've been seeing stars ever since. Yep. So I've been icing it down in the whole nine yards. And speaking of stars, we went to my stars thing today. I got shut out, John. They had like, there was like a thousand people there. We had a, over probably a hundred and some gifts, and I got nothing. Well, you know, Doug, you got something. You've got a seven and or a six and zero football team, and you got a baseball team in the World Series. So look at it that way. But so does all the idiots that went to this. We're all locals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they got hey, the. I'm trying. Yeah. Positive. All right, you got you got the best wife out. Yeah, you should have said you got the beautiful Brendan, and I took you with that. I just said you're ble- if you're blessed with your wife, you could have told me that. But those idiots I went with had the same thing, but they gave away. You, you know the Sons of Anarchy Harley Davidson? Oh, yeah. They gave away a brand new one of them. They gave away a 25-foot boat today. As, uh, an open boat, it's called. It was very nice. It had the, the, the Yamaha jet engine on it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, good grief. Yeah, very nice boat. Uh, they gave away two quads, two jet skis, uh, a a Jeep pickup truck, a Grand Cherokee, a Jeep Compass, a Ford, I mean, a Dodge Ram pickup truck, and uh, it was two Cherokees, a Compass, a Jeep pickup, and a Dodge pickup truck, uh, 10 65-inch liquid LG TVs, 10 iPads, 10 $2,500 vacation vouchers, uh, 10 Xboxes, 10 drones, $600 drones, flying drones with 4K, a bunch of Apple Watches, uh, Air, AirPods. Oh, I mean, dude, they gave away all... I got nothing, dude. Uh, Rumbas, <laughs> the, the Rumbas, the ones that clean your floors and all, gave away you 10 of them. Vacuum. Yeah, I, I, I won nothing, John. I got a hoodie. <laughs> they gave everybody a hoodie. That, well, there you go. Yeah. What more do you need? Yeah, so... I'm you got the satisfaction of being a part of your your fantastic union. How yes, about? yeah, the ones that rob us blind, because we paid for all that stuff. They take ten cents an hour out of our pay, all the members. So, and they get funding from. They also get funding from the more of us to do these safety classes, OSHA and Stars, which is the Stars program. They donate money towards it. They give, buy because it saves insurance money. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, that whole deal. But, yeah, I got blacked out, John. I got nothing. Big old blank. Uh, 
Anywho, let's see here. Walt Disney Imagineers confirm opening timeline for Epcot's Communicore Plaza and Communicore Hall. Do you hear anything about this through cast members? Like, you can sign up for it. Have you heard anything about it? No, no, I haven't seen anything like that. I know the uh, uh, cast preview right now, and apparently I'm not a status uh, cast member at Hollywood Studios because I don't get to be a part of this. Uh, preview for Fantasmic. Mm -hmm. um, bringing back Fantasmic, they have two shows, and I think they had sweepstakes to give away entry for the first and the second. But Okay. Yeah, me and uh, Brenda covered that last right week. That. Yeah, we covered that last week, me and Brandon. I told her we talked about it previously. That's the one show. we One of the shows that an outdoor Beauty and the Beast and all that, you'd think they would have came back before some of the indoor stuff. I don't know what took so long yeah. for Fantasmic to come back. It really makes no sense at all because they they didn't get rid of most of the character, uh, the people that play the characters, and that show is almost all nothing but characters. But And fireworks. I yeah. don't Yeah, it made no sense. And then also, John, before we get back to this, one of the barges lit on fire, and did you hear that I was being, I was a suspect? Yeah, I had heard that they came up and investigated you. Yeah. But, but one of our followers, Annie, on Twitter goes, uh, she tweeted, Grumpy, do you have an alibi? <laughs> and I tweeted back, unfortunately, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, but, and it wasn't even the good barge to burn. It was one of the fireworks barges. Uh, okay. But anyway, this and Moana, uh, water inspired by Moana, is supposed to open to guests in late 2023. So we got we got over a year over a year to see this because all their timelines have been behind on everything they do lately. So we got we, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the last day of 2023. Yeah, the, uh, one of the last shifts I had at Epcot was I uh, did the East Gate. Um, cash shuttle, which is from cash services right behind Norway to uh, east side of Spaceship Earth, which goes behind, you know, uh, Test Track and uh, um, Mission Space and all that stuff. And I did, how many you, how many trips do you think you could do between uh, Spaceship Earth and the backside of Norway in three and a half hours, Doug? Uh, I'd say seven. 19 round trips, Doug. Oh, okay. 19! Okay. <laughs> 19! Yeah. I, but, uh, it was a little dizzy. A little dizzy. But, uh, um, well, I didn't, know if I, you, back, I didn't know if you had to do like the local school bus drivers where they have to stop at 75 stops and wait an hour for each kid to walk down the street like not wanting to get on the bus. So I didn't know how long you had to wait. Yeah, we do that on the west side. Um, when we go past all the countries, we have to stop and, and pick up people in the countries. But on that one, there's just literally two stops. But okay. and when I get over to Eastgate, the east side of Spaceship Earth, there there was every time there was probably 15 to 20 construction workers leaving, at, you know, through the afternoon, getting in the different um, shuttle vans and stuff, going back to their uh, to their job or leaving their job site and going back to where their cars are. So what's going on at that area? It's right behind Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, or right, I guess they're going in at Guardians of the Galaxy, but I, I think that's done. So yeah, what would well, they be working on over there? Maybe that's the way they go. Maybe they go underground through Guardians into that area somehow. Maybe there's like a unitiller from there to get into that area or something. Yeah, there's a utility door. Um, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it, only really goes to, it only really goes to... 
maybe the communicore stuff. Yes. Maybe that's what they're working on. Yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe it comes up and then they can come above ground there to work on the World of Water. You know what I mean? The yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the entrance way they're using to go there. But yeah, they're saying 2023 for this, and then also Disney welcomes the opening team of cast members for Tron Light Cycle Run. So they're still trying to tell us this is actually going to be a ride that works at the Magic Kingdom. Rumor has it. But the opening team of cast members, Tron Light Cycle, are now being notified of their new roles. It will open in spring of 2023, John. So, I mean, that's a long way off. What are these cast members going to, what do they have to do to learn for six months now, John? Uh, they probably they probably won't get moved over there until like January. They're notified right now, but they probably be moved over there in January, and then they'll run they'll run a crapload of testing, and then we'll have our cast member previews, and then because Guardians we had I think two months of cast member previews, uh, so yeah they'll have a lot of cast previews before they allow guests on there. So yeah, I just don't understand. Uh... I just don't understand what's taking this so long, dude. This is the longest thing that's ever... I mean, the Swan... Like we talked, the Swan Reserve started after this and is done. And people are in there eating and drinking already. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Like, what What the hell... And, and like you've said... You've probably said it like 15, 20 times on this show. This is a ride that already exists. It ain't like it was built from scratch. No, no. As far as I know, it's... The basically exactly the same. It's not even like uh, the Haunted Mansion from California coming to Disney World where we had to make some changes and stuff. As far as I know, this is exactly the same Tron light cycle run that's in Shanghai. So. Yeah, it makes no sense to me, dude. It really does, and it has me bewildered. I don't understand what what the holdup is with it. I mean, you think? I mean, this started way before COVID, and. You'd think the park was closed for a while during COVID, that they could have got a lot done also during that, without all the people in the way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Makes no sense to me, but who am I? Just a general contractor that does towers and buildings all the time. <laughs> what do I know, John? Uh, nothing. Uh, so what do we have here next, Johnny? I'm just trying to bring something up here. The Kona Cafe, John. Construction walls are down at the Kona Cafe in Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, revealing the new updated look. Do you like Kona Cafe, John? Well, the breakfast there was really good. Dinner was mediocre. It was okay. It was good, but it wasn't great. Um, but breakfast, we real, we enjoyed every time we got there. Well, I think we've had it there three or four times, and it's been very good every time. So. Yeah, change it up a little bit. It looks very good. It, uh, I mean, it looks nice. I mean, to me, it looks like the Kona Cafe. Construction walls around the Kona Fa- Cafe at the Poly Village Resort came down overnight, offering guests the first look at the updated restaurant. Uh, da, 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 da. We're skipping all over the place here. There is all new entrance area, new lava rock work on the walls, and new light fixtures, new tables and seating, and updating updated flooring throughout. It looks pretty. Really does. Lighting lighting looks nice. Nice globes. I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't mind if they had separated it a little bit. It, every time we eat there, it kind of feels like you're just basically sitting in the lobby. People are walking by looking at you. I wouldn't mind if it had walls up where the people couldn't actually see you as you were eating. But, you know, because they've always had just that half wall thing. So. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if it's a little bigger here or not. It's hard to see. But I know what you're saying. Feel I know what you're talking about because uh, the contemporary, the, ca- the contempo cafe is the same way. The contemporary. Yeah, I always felt like, kind of like uh, uh, if you remember, uh, they used to have the little cafes in Kmart's, and when you sit there, you're yeah. in the middle of the store. Yeah. I always kind of felt like that. So. Yeah. Well, the breakfast menu, Johnny, is a. Uh, they have a 50th anniversary. What is it? Iridescent slipperation, and that's ten dollars. And it's a it's a lemon. It's like a fruit smoothie with lemonade, fruity strawberry punch. So they have that. Uh, they got the Tonga toast, which we all love, John. How would you think Tonga toast is now? Banana stuffed French toast rolled in cinnamon sugar and served with strawberry compote, and your choice of ham, spiced ham, bacon, or sausage. What do you think the Tonga Toast costs now? Seventeen ninety-five. Dude, you went over. You rarely go over. It was it's seventeen dollars. I was very close though. Yeah, they got the macadamia nut pancakes with macadamia nut butter, pineapple sauce, and your choice of the ham, the spicy ham, bacon, or sausage. What do you think that is, John? Fifteen dollars. Very good. I think you're looking at the menu, John. Two eggs, any style, with home fried potatoes in your choice of the ham, bacon, or sausage. And uh, what do you think that is, John? Fourteen seventy-five. Now that's sixteen dollars. I don't know how that's more than the pancakes. Do you? No, no, not really. Well, the price of a dozen eggs now is like six bucks. So yeah, maybe I do get it. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the items that really went up, isn't it? Oh my God, John! I went to the store the other day. I got a bag of, tra- I think, of trash bags. I got paper plates, napkins, because we need we run out of paper plates, napkins, paper towels. Uh, I got like seven items. It was seventy-two dollars, John. I'm looking at what I got. I'm like, how am I going to survive <laughs> with what we're spending to go to the store? It's crazy, dude. You tell me. I hear I you, John. Plant-based loco moco. You want plant-based loco moco, John? Uh, we're gonna put a big old negative knot on that. It's plant-based eggs, plant-based sausage, coconut milk, rice pico de gallo. What the hell are plant-based eggs, John? I don't want to know. Me neither, dude. Me neither. There's probably those uh, instant eggs or whatever the heck you call it. And and they want sixteen dollars for that garbage, John. I'd pay them $16 not to make me eat it. Exactly. Uh, Steel-cut oatmeal with apples. What do you think the cost of that is, John? I would think that's going to be what I'm going to get if I was a vegetarian because I ain't getting anywhere near plant-based eggs. No. uh, Yeah, probably $12.95. Oh, they're cheap, John. You can go get a couple for that. Seven bucks. All right. The sides of bacon, grits. Bacon's five. Grits is six. Fruit cup five fifty, pork sausage five, spiced ham or regular ham is five dollars. 
Then you got your Kona coffee. You got your press coffee here. Everybody loves the press coffee, don't they, John? Yeah, I've had that several times. It's very good. So, but anyway, let's go. You want to do the lunch here now, John? Ooh, let's eat lunch. Let's do Kona Cafe lunch. Do, 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 do. You got a tuna poke, John. Do you like a tuna poke? Uh, I've had a couple at the Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, they're, in, they're good. Okay. It has passion fruit bobo, uh, micro chives, wasabi, wasabi chips, and a citrus yuzo. What do you think the number is on that? Let's go 18.95. 18 bucks. And then they got the rain, rainbow poke, which is tuna, salmon, capachi, hamachi, frezzo chili peppers, lotus root, and spicy ponzo citrus. That's 20 bucks, John. Then I got the 50th anniversary chocolate dome. is white and dark chocolate, mousse dome, with graham, crackers, crust, and a blue Mickey spirals. That's six twenty nine. And then you got a lemon tart for five seventy nine. This sounds pretty good, John. Have you ever had one of these? Uh, crispy pork vegetable pot stickers with a soy vinaigrette dressing. It's ten bucks. I'll go for one of them. Yeah, if they're similar to the one at uh, 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 Ohana, yeah. I'm sure they're, they're just delicious. Yeah, so. that's ten bucks. And then you got your our glazed chicken wings, John. Spicy, sticky wing sauce, John. Fourteen bucks. We love our uh, wings from here, Johnny. Yes, we do. So, and you yeah, can make them. You don't even need the recipe anymore, do you? <laughs> I'm getting pretty good at it, that's for sure. Yeah. And then you got a soup and salad. You got a shrimp. You got seafood coconut curry soup, John, which me and you are not going to buy. <laughs> I've, I've tried that enough, Doug. I, yeah. I believe I've tried that more than, uh, more than three times. Yeah. So I'm good. We're, we both struck out multiple times with this, but it's a shrimp, scallop, and crab. And see, that's what would get us. Me and you would only see the shrimp, scallops, and crab. <laughs> well, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like the dog on a on a that get, keeps getting hit with the on a what you call it up. The dog going stupid all the time. That's me and you, Doug. <laughs> but shrimp, scallops, and crab, we we'd see that and buy it for eleven dollars. They got the sushi here. They got a California roll, jumbo lump crab, citrus mayonnaise, cucumber, and avocado, which is $18. The spicy tuna roll for $18. Rainbow roll for $24. That comes with tuna, salmon, pache, uh, lump crab, cucumber, and avocado. And then you got surf and turf, Kona spice filet, cucumber chili spice lobster, avocado, yuzo aioli, and sriracha for $28. I would like to try that. I've never had a surf and turf for all of you. No, no, that actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going over here and maybe instead of grabbing, maybe get the surf and turf roll, California roll, and get the pot stickers and the glazed wings and call it a day, John. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it'll be good. They got a mahi bacon lettuce and tomato. I guess that's a BLT. Pan-fried mahi, butter, croutons, marble potatoes, tomato, arugula, soy, and a wasabi caviar for $30. Caviar, caviar. <laughs> Screen move. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. duck, duck fried 
rice with leg confit. Is that Lisa's favorite? Uh, sounds like something she'd try. Yeah. She likes chicken fried rice, so duck fried rice, I would imagine. Well, listen to this one, John. I've never had this before. It's a crispy duck spring roll, John. With shiitake mushrooms, uh, tongarashi, and a grilled bok, grilled bok choy for $32. That sounds pretty interesting, John. Yeah, it does. A uh, pork belly noodle roll. So, my brother's belly and noodles. But I'm bummed. Anyway, bone broth, rice noodles, soy egg, mushroom, $24. A Kona chicken stir fry for $22. And then they got a steak salad, which is sunny side up eggs, Kona house vinaigrette, sweet bell peppers, kale, and arugula blend. And then you got your plant base, which is a vegetable bowl and a coconut. Uh, some dessert class, John. Sandwiches, you got crispy cheddar cheeseburger, John. You got a smothered and crispy cheddar brown sugar black peppered bacon, roasted tomato, braised onion, served with french fries for $21. And then you got a turkey bon mai. It's a slow roasted turkey breast, black pepper bacon, pork plate, cilantro, jalapeno onions, onions grilled poblano, and mayonnaise served with french fries for 18 bucks. Then your desserts are key lime dessert glass for five bucks, s'mores dessert glass for five bucks. You got tiramisu for five, banana trifle dessert glass for five, and then a cheesecake dessert glass. That sounds pretty good. I like cheesecake. I like tiramisu, so it sounds good to me. And now I'm just trying to see where. I hate when I go back, right, on some of these pages, and it takes me all the way to the top of the pages. I wanted to go to dinner to see if there's any difference in the menu from lunch and right. dinner. Because they have them all. They don't have this one characterized lunch and dinner. They have it lunch and dinner separately. So where's where's my dinner for Kona? You ever see the girls that talk with vocal fry, John? With what? Uh, there's a thing with uh, people talking with that vocal fry. It's it's a it's a joke on Howard Stern. Vocal okay. fry. Anyhow, you got your tuna poke and your rainbow poke. Appetizer: the glazed chicken wings, the crispy pork, vegetable pot stickers, and then you got a lobster and crab macaroni and cheese that's added to it for fifteen bucks. Sounds good. If it's lobster and it's mac and cheese, it, it probably is good. Yep. We both would be sucked in. They got the soup and salad with the shrimp and salad and crabs. Shrimp scallops and crabs. Sushi's all the same. And and what I'm shocked is they didn't raise the prices for dinner. You know how some... Ra Dude, I'll never forget. My dad embarrassed my wife so bad because we went to this local restaurant. And he always gets his, he gets his chicken meal. And got the meal for lunch and then got the meal for dinner and when he, we went out to dinner it was like ten dollars more eight dollars more and he starts yelling at him saying there's no difference in this meal why am i paying ten dollars more it's the same damn chicken man uh it was like oh my goodness but you know how places do that dude just because it's dinner it'll raise the price for the same exact serving yeah yeah and, and if it's the same size, it's ridiculous. You know, if it's a bigger steak or something like that, I guess you can make a point. Well, but. years ago, La Cellier used to do that with the filet. If you got the filet on the lunch menu, it was cheaper than the dinner menu. 
We, the last time, or no, not the last time, but the time before last, we ate at La Cellier. We ate lunch, and it was only one dinner, one dining credit. Yeah, and, yeah I remember uh, that, because me and Brendan did yeah, that, too. Yeah, and dinner was, too. And yeah. it was the same. It, yeah. And we just had a really late lunch. So, yeah. literally, they were seating din- uh, people for dinner when we were leaving. So, it was perfect. Uh, Could I please eat dinner at three f- at lunch at 3.59, please? <laughs> yes, please. Thank yeah. you. Uh, so, now you got the pork belly noodle roll still. But now they have Kona Bray short ribs, John. Kona coffee braised short ribs with creamy mashed potatoes and roasted broccolini for $36. I'll have one, please. Yeah, that sounds like everything I like on a plate. Yeah, and $36 isn't bad, especially in this economy, John. Yeah, for short ribs. Yeah, yeah I think I, I paid that for cheeseburger fries and a, and a shake at a McDonald's last week. <laughs> yeah, I would doubt it. No, but I haven't eaten at McDonald's I don't even know when. Asian marinated airline chicken. I mean, okay, I'm sure it's good, but do you ever... Like, who thought of this menu? Let's let's throw airline into it. They'll love it. When I hear anything with airline food, do you want anything to do with it, John? I don't know why. uh, So I worked for a gourmet food company for a while called Culinary Classics. And one of the chicken breasts that we took to restaurants was called airline chicken. And it was, what it is, it's the wing with the rib still attached. With the, fir- or I mean the the bre- uh, one half of the breast with uh, one wing partially attached, and yeah. so it's got the rib and it's got the wing still attached. And apparently this was something very popular on airlines in the first class uh, section years ago, and so that's how it got designated as airline breast. Yeah. So I don't know why, but yeah, it it just, it's off-putting to me. I don't get it, but. John, I love it when you come mis- become Mr. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I'll have the airline chicken and a side of bathroom bacon, please. I love my bathroom bacon, John. What ended up happening is one guy ate so much bacon when he went to the bathroom, it smelled like bacon. So we call it bathroom bacon now. I don't get it, you dude. That's probably more information than you needed. But, yes, yeah. but I would not want anything called airline chicken. But it's sticky rice, bok choy, and aging glaze for $24. And then they have mahi, bacon, lettuce, and tomato, the $30 one I read earlier. They had the plant-based stuff, and they still have the crispy cheeseburger, the cheddar cheeseburger, crispy cheddar cheeseburger on the menu, and the turkey. So... If your child wants a, if you bring your boy or your child of a husband, he still wants a burger. He can get that at dinner. So, but, but it's nice to have Kona back on board, and we talked about that with Judith a couple weeks ago when she did her trip report, and she left the Magic Kingdom to go to lunch, and you know from the Magic Kingdom at these at the uh, Magic Kingdom resorts and Kona Cafe guys. If you're at the Magic Kingdom, I'll tell you right now. I'd rather have Kona Cafe over any sit-down restaurant in uh, Magic Kingdom. What about you, John? Yeah, I would think so. I, I, uh, I think that would be a good bet. Not to mention that you can get a you can get an alcoholic beverage there if you'd like. Yes, so. 100%. But yeah, if I was choosing between eating at Be Our Guest or Kona Cafe, I would choose Kona Cafe every day and twice on Sunday. There you go. 
Uh, more Center Street on Main Street USA in the Magic Kingdom reopens the guest. They were doing a lot of brickwork, so that's nice that that's open. Oh, John, you'll 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 like this. Why I was so calm last week is because some other things were shut down. I brought up the thing that now Disney's charging you even more because I went off on. You got away with hearing all the price rises, John. You know how blessed you are to be off last week's show now. <laughs> Uh, I avoided it. Yeah. Lightning Lane up to $25, John. How nice is that? Sweet. Uh, f- 100 bucks, dude. But anyway, I brought up to Brenda about if... Because we had, again, one of our one of my friends was down there, and Test Track was shut down again. And it was supposed to be open, and it, was, it went down two days in a row. And I brought the thing up to Brenda because it was Tower Terror or something. I brought up another ride, but... If one of the main attractions are down, you should get money back. And she actually agreed with me, John. She said it's, it's a true point. So I do believe that, though. If it ain't announced so, and it's down, you should get some kind of voucher. So, Doug, I can't help but overhear some conversations on the bus as, as I drive to and fro. And uh, I'm taking a group. Uh, it was just one small family. I think it was a grandma, grandpa, uh, daughter, and granddaughter on the way back to Coronado this afternoon. And I guess uh, probably her husband, uh, the wife's husband and uh, the younger son or other son had ran off and went to Hollywood Studios or something. So they were gonna go meet him at Hollywood Studios later in the day. And they were just talking about, uh, well, let's just get, well, tomorrow we're going to Epcot. Let's just get Lightning Lane. And they're like, how much money is it? And that's what the the father or the grandfather said, and she's like, "Don't worry about it. We'll just put it on a credit card." So that's where you're right. That's mm-hmm. what their people are thinking. It's just like, "Ah, screw it. We don't want to wait in line. We'll just put it on the credit card." But that's going to bite you in the butt sooner or later. A hundred percent. That's the American way right now. And then we're just going to, oh, anybody in credit card debt that is under this, we're going to pay off all your credit cards for you. That's going to be next, John. All right, well, I'll, I'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go, John. I've, I've had to run all my credit cards up. Yeah, there you of, go. What we're going through. So, yeah, I'll, I'll certainly take that yeah, one. You, yeah, right. for good reason. For good reason. <laughs> you know. But, yeah. and that, did you hear what the SOB Chapik said this week, too? The, uh, res- the, reservation system, the reservation system is in place to keep crowds down. And we're doing that so everybody that comes to the park could have the best experience and i loved it so many people tweeted out uh an hour and 20 minute wait to get on haunted mansion if you get what i'm saying it, it ain't doing nothing for the crowds dude i mean it is the he is the lioness biggest sack of mickey crap i have ever seen that man i i mean i mean i put him close up there with osama bin laden that's how much i hate this man right now Chapik. I really do. He's destroying my world, my Walt Disney world. He really is. So, I, I, everything that comes out of his mouth is nothing but lies, John. It's just so disheartening. I mean, he does not care about anybody but the shareholders. That's it. That's his one and only. And, and, if, and if he came out and said, this is all I care about, I'd have more respect for him. Don't act like oh, you're yeah, doing he- it for me. It's evident. It's evident. I mean, that that's definitely what it's all about right now. Is is milking as much money out of the, out of everybody they can, paying the cast members as little as they can, yes. and uh, just making as much money as, for the stockholders as possible. That's what it's all about. 
I mean, the cast members, they're sitting there saying, and and now did you hear the latest, too, that uh, a lot of the uh, the characters won't be in the parks because they're saying they can't get people to fill those roles. He's crying about that. Well, maybe if you freaking paid them, there would, you would have no problem getting people to fill the roles if the, if the money was actually where it should be. Am I wrong? Well, Doug, uh, we're having, for, for uh, bus drivers, they're having a ginormous uh, bus driver job fair next week. Instead of actually just signing the contract and giving us uh, bus drivers that have been there a while a raise, no, we're just going to go hire a bunch of new guys. That way, if you quit while we're doing the contract, we don't really care. You know, as long as they have a new influx of people all the time, they really don't care. No, it's disgusting. Something has to be done with him, man. And uh, they had a clip of Walt saying, I want the parks to be for everyone. Like, I hate when people continue to try to tell me, because I've read so many books on Walt, and I know the man wanted to be successful and all, but he went bankrupt so many times, John. He was all about the experience. I know he didn't want classism inside the parks. He didn't want it to be where uh, you pay $130 to get in the park, and if you pay another $25, you can afford you're better than somebody else. That That's the problem I have, John. That That is the main problem. I believe he wanted to make money. I believe he wanted to be successful. But I never believed wanted, Walt wanted every last nickel out of your pocket. I truly believe Walt believed in wanting to give a really good product and a really good show. That's what I believe. All right. So I heard this week uh, a guy, actually, it was on his last day, and it was an older guy, probably our age, and he described Walt Disney World as a... Uh, somebody had told him it's uh, 42 square miles, and he goes, "That's the biggest damn vacuum in the world because it sucks the money out." Of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, isn't it true? Yeah, I mean, there's so many people in here, dude. If you go on the Chapik thread, it is disgusting about uh, how many people hate this man. And but he truly don't see it. He does these interviews acting like he's the crown prince. You know what I'm saying? Cast yeah, members yeah. don't like him, uh, employees don't like him, uh, guests don't like him, nobody likes him, but he continues to continue to take every last penny out of our pocket. Because you know who does like him. Yeah. And that's who, that's who has the voting uh, share of the company right now. So. Yeah. Here he goes. Park... Bob Chapik today on park reservations. It protects the guest experience so then when they get into the parks, you can have confidence it's not going to be overcrowded. Meanwhile, in the parks... <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. Overcrowded, yeah. yeah. Okay, buddy. Uh, Haunted Mansion has a 75-minute wait, John. You should The wait's all the way around past the Liberty Bell, John. <laughs> uh, he's funny. He really is. It's disgusting, dude. It is absolutely disgusting. Uh, U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds fly over Walt Disney World for National Veterans and Military Family Month. That's awesome, John. What What was that? Uh, two days ago. Because I, I thought the Blue Angels flew over yesterday. So maybe both of them did. Yeah, you probably I did. Yeah, I thought I'd heard the Blue Angels. So, but... Uh, more idiots. This is what it says. More idiots sold out dates for Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Run up to ding 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 ding. Interest rates going up. Disney prices going up. Tickets still being sold. News at eleven. 
level three level three dc fast charging for electric vehicles arrives at walt disney world now they finally got the electrical chargers more coming to the parks john uh, yeah, I walked past the ones at Hollywood Studios, and I think there's only four of them. So I'm thinking they really need to up that ante if they're going to really push these. Uh. Dude, how do you afford this? I We have a guy that work, right? He went out and bought the new Ford Lightning electric pickup truck. Ooh, I haven't even seen one. I saw the commercial. They look great, but I haven't actually ever seen one on the road. What do you think it cost him, John? 75000 one hundred and five thousand dollars, John. Wow! So, Holy cow! So, me and Brenda go out. I need a pickup for work, and the thing is, they don't tell you either. When you t when you tow with these trucks, say you got to tow a trail or whatever, it immediately goes from a three hundred mile distance to one hundred and fifty. It cuts it right in half. You got to tow up in the mountains or the hills, dude. You're gonna need to have a tree that has a charging pot in it. Yeah, yeah. But, dude. So if me and Brenda tomorrow go out to buy electric, I need a pickup truck for work. She needs a new car. Dude, I, do you have $165,000 laying around? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Just it grows on trees, don't it, John? And it does. I mean, it is insane. Yeah, $105,000 for a pickup truck, John. He got a major tax write off for it for work, if you follow me, for the company What's he owns. Honestly, Doug, so many of these trucks nowadays look like luxury vehicles anyway. They don't look like pickup trucks that I grew up with <laughs> anyway, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're so over, and, and so many of them, especially the people around here, they don't even use them for work. They're just show-off vehicles. Oh, they're grocery know? getters because half of them have four-and-a-half-foot beds, which are useless. Yeah, yeah, they're totally useless. And and to show uh, how, how big and bad they are, and you know, so, but... So the new EV chargers at Disney Springs can deliver 20 miles of 20 miles of range per minute of charging. And level 2 chargers around Walt Disney World properly 30 miles range per per of range per hour. So these are the faster ones, but there's four of them, John. So if you need okay, so 30 miles of range per hour if you got to go to the other one. So a full charge say 300 miles. So what do you got to be there, John, for 10 hours to get you? Okay, listen, Brian, you guys go to the park. I'm going to, and I'm paying 120. Let me charge my car for 10 hours here. <laughs> you can't leave it there, can you? I guess that's what they do. I mean, honestly, I see them. So what the about the next person? Or... So if you leave I it there, have... screw you, dude. I guess. It is so stupid, John. I get the whole. I'm all. I'm all good with the electric vehicles. I just hate it being rammed down my throat because it's not ready yet. Like I like the option of being out of the buy one. Like if you want one, it's all yours. But I shouldn't be criticized because I don't want one yet. Because I don't see, like I don't see the advantages of it yet. I don't want to be driving to Disney World and have to pull over to rest stop, for, uh, rest stop for two and a half hours to charge my car. John, do you? Uh, I, we've got them at uh, the, the charging stations at our local Walmart, and I, I catch people there every once in a while, and they're, they're sitting in lawn chairs for three hours while their car charges. I'm like, I don't, that, that seems very inconvenient. Yeah. But, you know. And the other thing that cracks me up about this is the batteries that, if they go bad, they're not biodegradable. They have warehouses they're building now to store all the car batteries in, John. So what sense does that make if you're making something that's not biodegradable? And to make electric, 
you need turbines which run off of gas. So I, I don't get it. If you want an alternative, I'm all for it. But I don't I don't I don't see it being the main form of transportation for any time soon, John. We're just not equipped for it. We're being told in the country that the electrical our electrical grid is is garbage right now. I couldn't imagine if tomorrow everybody decided to buy an electric car, we'd all have a major blackout. Yeah, I th we had a uh, Toyota Prius for many years, and I think that was it's probably the best option right now. Yeah, you know, it's you a crossover. Get gas yeah, it gets great gas mileage, but uh, you still can feel comfortable that you got to take a gas. Yes, so. exactly. Like if tomorrow's storm goes through, you can always borrow a tank of gas, but if power's out, you can't borrow a, 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 a car charge. <laughs> but, get that, get, get those double A batteries out. But look how bad the hurricane was that hit right. So say if you lived in the Florida Keys and power's out in central Florida, you're stuck in the Keys, dude. You can't go take a trip to Georgia. <laughs> you're not going to make it there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You're kind of landlocked. You're electric locked. The stations are operated by ChargePoint, which pricing control by Disney. Current costs are forty cents kilowatt and eighteen dollars per hour, twenty minutes after charging stops. So I, I don't even. Do you understand that? No, no, not a clue. So if I'm paying eighteen dollars an hour and I need a ten-hour charge, that's one hundred eighty bucks. I hope that ain't the case, John. I don't know. I don't. I don't know either, but. I, we have the same thing here. We have Target. Every time I pull up the Target, because it, well, it's in a big Target. It's in the Target pavilion, but it's not the Target's electrical things themselves. It's in the lot where all these other stores are. And me and Brenda, we cruise through there. We always see people parked there, but they're in their cars reading, hanging out. We'll go in. The, the, the one day we went Target, we went Lowe's, we ran across the street. We, we were a good hour, hour and a half. We go back by and they're still sitting in the car charging. Me and Brenda's. Like, I'm like, what is this? I don't know. Pack a lunch. It's all I got to tell you. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, cast of bronze. Cast of bronze from 90s Epcot is back at Walt Disney World. Do you remember that, John? Uh, no. I don't know what the hell it is either. Okay. Let's see. Cast of bronze. Cast okay. in bronze. It looks like some kind of DJ. Cast in bronze is a road to re or, a return to Walt Disney World after an absence of almost 20 years. No wonder we haven't heard of him. He has... Oh, it's pretty cool. It's like he's an organ player and all the and it plays all these bells in this glass cage, John. It's pretty neat looking. Okay. So Cast of Bronze is currently performing at Disney Springs in the landing near characters in flight as part of the seasonal entertainment lineup. So I like that. Showtime six, seven, eight, nine, and 6, 7, 8, 9 p.m., October 26th through the 28th. So that was just that just passed. But the mobile Caroline, Caroline used by Cast and Broads is just one of a handful in the world that performed, performed initially at Epcot from 98 to 2003 during the Christmas holidays. I don't know if I've ever seen him because I've been there at that time during the holidays, John. It, I seem to remember something like that because um, it... It's uh, if I remember correctly, it's a big glass dome and there's bells that uh, yeah do stuff. different yeah. size bells. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember see seeing something like that when JJ was very young. 
So. Yeah, the carolines of cast bronze consist of 35 bells, have a total weight of four tons each. <laughs> uh, synchronized lighting adds to the impressive sound. I would like to see that, John. Oh. Oh my God. Toilet head. Disney CEO Bob Chapik reiterates his belief that park reservations are now essential as part of a Disney theme park business. So he's never going to get rid of it. He has no, no idea, dude. So many people have complained to me about having to make these reservations for their trips. It's so annoying. Like, John. What I want the day of where I can just go from park to park and not have to decide. Like, I, I'm. I think we're both the same. When I'm at a Disney vacation, I don't want to have my entire damn trip down to the minute. Do you? And they only want this for their own monetary reasons. Uh, but there's days where there's been days where we'll go to bed saying, "Yeah, we're going to go to Epcot tomorrow," and then we wake up, we want to go to Animal Kingdom. Don't you want to have after you pay like? Six, seven thousand dollars for a week's vacation. Don't you want to be able to go to whatever damn park you want to go to? Actually, we had a trip one time, Doug, where we had seen everything that we had wanted to do earlier in the year and stuff like that. And so on that trip for like four days, we just went to whatever park happened to the bus that happened to be the first one that pulled up. So <laughs> what did we just randomly end up at Animal Kingdom because that was the first bus that showed up. You know what I mean? Yes. So you can't you can't do stuff like that. That's for sure. No, and and we've done that a couple times too. Like uh, one time we were waiting for buses, and it was weird. Like one Hollywood Studio bus, we wanted to go to Epcot. One Hollywood Studio bus comes, two Animal Kingdom buses, a Magic Kingdom bus comes, another. Uh, Hollywood Studios bus came, and then another Hollywood. So we end up. I said, "Hun, let's go to Hollywood Studios. We'll hang out there for a little bit, then walk over to Epcot at night." And we decided to do that. But yeah, I love the spontaneity. If all of a sudden, like I wake at at, at two o'clock, I feel like uh, uh, that night before or whatever at at six o'clock in the morning, I say, "You know what, Brent? I really want to go to Brown Derby today for lunch." I want to be able to do that, dude. The money you're paying, you shouldn't have to have a freaking reservation. I know you can park hop, but it's not the same. It's really not. Am I wrong? No, it's it's a lot less convenient than it used to be. No, it's just it's it'll, aggravating. It'll dude. never change. I don't I don't think it'll ever change now. It's so aggravating. Oh, Disney Visa card can now save up to twenty five percent on rooms at Disney Resort hotels. In 2020, 20, in 23, it kind of cracks you up. Okay, so we're going to save you 25%, but the price of the rooms have gone up 75%. (laughs) Uh, New Walt Disney World discounts save up to $400 on a room and ticket package. So contact your travel agent and he'll help you out. And I coincidentally happen to be one. Uh... Disney announces an extension to the extended evening theme park hours benefits for Walt Disney World guests. So they're adding more and more nighttime hours, which is pretty cool, John. So long as I don't have to work them anymore. Yeah, it doesn't seem like doesn't seem like you have to. You're doing all morning trips now, ain't you? Yeah, for the most part, I got one crappy afternoon next week, but hopefully that's it. So. And it throws a monkey wrench in it, especially when the next day you got to get up at like four. I I work twelve until nine forty-five, and I've got to get up uh, at 
5.30, so I'll be home at 11.30. And yeah. Yeah, yeah so that sucks, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be wonderful. It's awful safe driving with that amount of sleep, John, I have to admit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, we don't want to pay our bus drivers anymore. Uh, Chabik's new nickname is J.O., John, on the show. How about that? <laughs> uh, Alrighty. GP Chapik is go is gone, so yeah, moving on. J.O. Chapik. Impressive Banshee animatronics debuts at Avatar The Experience, John. Have you seen this? No. And what is this? Video of an impressive new Banshee electronic has surfaced, sadly not from Pantora, the world of Avatar, Disney's Animal Kingdom Resort, but but from the newly opened Avatar experience at the Garden Bay in Singapore. Oh my god, they, they put Walt Disney World on this news story, and it's actually from Singapore. Yeah, it's nothing to do with it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Disney Springs... Lime Garage Fountain finally repaired. Oh, my God. Dude, we were talking about that. I cannot believe that that fountain's not working, John. Me and you have had this conversation, have we? I don't know. Have we? No. Never. Okay. Uh, Winnie the Pooh Cuddlees plush arrives at Walt Disney World. He looks cute. Brenda would probably like him. She loves her poo. Dennis hates Winnie the Pooh. I don't know why Dennis drew his line on Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> and Winnie the Pooh's been a uh, part of the Disney family for so long that I, I think I, I believe they were originally a uh, part of Disney. I know they're not, but, you know, I grew up thinking they were. So, But, yeah, he, he decided he didn't like that. So I guess he doesn't like anything that's came since then. So. No. I told him one day, I said, I hope to God you never have to have stepchildren because they better know if front, if first and foremost they'll never be equal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never love you. You're a stepchild. You weren't created by me, so I do not like you. Uh, the Christmas stars arrive at Hollywood Studios. I always like the Christmas stars, John. The decorations. Yeah, uh, coming in this morning, or actually yesterday morning, I saw the the trailers out already. And you know what's on the on the big flatbed trailers in the cast member parking lot? Eh, Christmas tree. But don't you find it? freaking hysterical that the Christmas stars are up and it two days from now is Halloween I like can't you wait five minutes Disney not to mention Doug that uh, our brief little uh, cool weather we had is definitely over it was 91 degrees on my way to my car today, uh, so it is blistering hot right now so yeah I, I've heard that I don't have much more, John. Limited edition Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Black Spire Outpost. Anika Transport. It looks like it's one of those holders that goes on the back of your phone, John, which is pretty cool. Uh, pumpkin Spice Beignets return to fall at Disney's Port Orleans Resort. I win no, for you. that, John. I'd like that. I, I don't like spi uh, pumpkin spice anything except for pumpkin pie. You can just leave it in my pumpkin pie. I'm fine. Well, I don't like the idea that everything becomes pumpkin spice. You walk through Target, pumpkin spice t-shirts, pumpkin spice underwear, pumpkin spice nail polish, pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice. Uh, I don't have much more, John. Mickey, Mickey and Globe return to Crossroads of the World at Hollywood Studios. I like that, John. Yeah, yeah, Mickey sitting on top of the globe, the big spire. Lightning rod. And this is the best news I've heard. 
there's new video out there of the Royal Disney engine testing at the Magic Kingdom. Hey. I think what Disney should do is, dude, they ought to... Being sad hasn't been opened in forever. Everybody will think it's a new ride, and maybe they ought to charge Lightning Lane for a ride on the train, like an extra 50 bucks a ride. You ought to be quiet about that. No, it's going to happen, dude. They're the greediest, greediest of all greeters. Uh... What is this now? Mickey Mouse shorts available soon as in-ride entertainment in the minivans. So I have Mickey shorts. Like, like that. that is also the problem with our, our culture, our kids, our younger generation. They cannot go more than 30 seconds without entertainment. You know that, John? So, Doug, uh, I, I, I parked my bus in uh, stop or uh, bus, bus, uh, uh, Load Zone 1 at Animal Kingdom today. Uh, had to take care of a little bit of business really quick. So I, I, I parked the bus, uh, came back to the bus. A guy had crossed the crosswalk, stopped on the left side of my bus, so on the traffic-facing side, and walk, was walking down the middle of the uh, uh, bus driveway. And only buses in here. Only buses. And he's drive, walking down the middle of that. So I hopped out of the bus, and I said, Excuse me, sir, you need to be over there. Nothing. Excuse me, sir. You need to be not until he was literally six inches from me did I get his attention because he had earbuds in his ears and he was so intent on whatever he was watching on his phone. It's it's he horrible. Had no idea that he was walking in a traffic lane and a bus drive and a bus could have came up and just knocked. And and then it would have been the bus driver's fault for hitting this. Oh, it would have uh, been, John. Absolutely. It's always. It's never the criminal or the wrong person's fault. It's always the good person's fault. You you got to know that Just, now, John. I mean, how are you not? How are you that engrossed in something? You're at Walt Disney World to begin with. You should be having a good. I mean, like you said, Doug. How much money did his uh, his family spend yeah. on this trip? Yeah. And uh, oh man, what a moron. A hundred percent. It's like you'll literally be there. It's, I I don't know how many times I've seen it at the stores and stuff like that. Kid will be standing there in line with its mother, and and they're in the cart or whatever like that, and they start acting up, and they're begging. They gotta have the phone within three seconds, or they won't act, yes, act like an yeah. idiot. It's like they cannot yep. do anything without. They can't even just sit there for a minute. They gotta be amused, like every five minutes. It's like I told you, going to a Phillies game. I love my Phillies. We talked about it earlier, but I used to love it when I used to go with my grandfather and my father. We would talk about the game and my brother. Now it's like. Every player has to have his freaking theme song when he comes to bat. Uh, then every after every pitch, din din, a sound effect, the music playing. It's like, <laughs> it's like you you can't be in peace for thirty seconds at all. It's like they these basketball games. They feel like they got to entertain you like every minute of the day. And it's like I want to go to a baseball game, eat a hot dog. And just chill there and listen to the crack of the bat. Like half the time, with the music playing and everything else, you can't even hear the hit. You can't. Like when I used to go to the games, you'd hear the player catch the ball in the glove. You know what I'm saying? Now you can't hear anything. It's all music yeah. all the time. And based on how the, the hit of the, the bat was, you could usually tell if it was a pop flyer home run. Absolutely. So, you know. Yep, and then I you would it was whacked. you would sit there and talk to your grandfather or whoever you're with, your best friend. Yeah, he's batting three twenty eight. Yeah, he hits to that side all the time. Like you, you're into the game. You're not sitting there listening to, you know, Metallica or you know Guns N' Roses. If I wanted to listen, I'd go to a Guns N' Roses freaking concert. 
<laughs> you know I me, mean? I want to listen to baseball. That's all I want to hear. I want to hear the guys in the field yelling. I I don't want to hear. I, I'd rather hear I'd rather hear a whole game of bada 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 swing instead of hearing Metallica or you know uh, Guns N' Roses or Journey. Don't stop believing. Uh, one guy comes up, the next guy, he's a Tim McGraw fan. Don't take the girl. I mean, I'm listening to every... <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I feel like I'm at a concert, a top 40 band playing. You got Chase Utley used to come up. It was Cashmere from uh, Led Zeppelin. You know what I'm saying? It was like yep. all they would talk about. You'd listen to WIP. Chase Utley has the coolest entry song, man. Cashmere is the way to go. I'm like, I don't give a crap about Cashmere. I, I want to see, I want to see the game. It's, it's so annoying, John. Everybody misses Brenda right about now, John. <laughs> uh, distracted youth. These kids. Yes, but anyway, it's like they can't be entertained for more. I mean, literally, the last trip we were at, me and Brenda were talking about that, like. Almost every kid's head was in a phone. And I'm talking like three years old and up, John. It's like the two and three-year-olds, that's all they have is phones, too. Yeah, uh, Doug, I told you about my experience with my sister-in-law and my, my nephew on that side. And uh, instantly, I mean, he, he was six years old at the time. And as soon as, as, as uh, he would say anything, she had the phone in his hand. I mean, it's a babysitter now. With, yes. With no, no, uh, no regard whatsoever. I mean... So, I, I don't know. It's hard to say if I would, if we would have been different, but I have to believe we would have. But There's no doubt in my so, mind I would have been, because I believe they yeah. need to go out in the yard and get a little dirt on them, John. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. And nowadays, the babysitter is, okay, honey, hold the phone until we get home, and then I plop your hiney down in front of the big screen, and we'll put Disney Plus on, and Mommy can go, and Daddy can go play. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's have the kid and spend zero time with him. Right? Yeah, yeah. Even on Disney trips. Yeah. Apparently, like, it's more important that they 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 play their games than it, it. It was actually hilarious at one at one play. I was taking the girl to uh, or a family to Animal Kingdom, and I was actually telling them what to do in the park and where to go and stuff like that. And and I was telling them where to go to see the giraffes and stuff like that. And while I'm telling them that the the daughter is looking it up online. And I'm like, well, no, you do. Well, the, it says it right here. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? You go off of what you're you're looking at right there. I'm sure it knows better than than me working in Animal Kingdom for five years. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right, so. it, it's ridiculous. The one thing I will say, I was proud of Jimmy too, because like my godson Jimmy, when I took him down the last trip, remember we did the guys trip. He was, yeah, and he was in his phone. The only time he had his phone when he was taking pictures. He's in there roaming yeah. around. We're looking around. We're hanging out. We're we're supposed to be with each other. I don't give a crap about my phone. Like, Brenda would kid with me about it, but really, I'm not in the phone. I would tweet here or there, but for the most part, it was taking pictures like I would be with my camera. But when I, I've told the stories a million times, when I'm in line at Toy Story Land, I want to be talking about freaking Lincoln Logs that I used to put my cowboys and Indians behind, John. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. You know, mousetrap, dude. How, was it Mousetrap the coolest game that you you worked so hard at it, but it was so anticlimactic? Five seconds, yeah, But you were always so into getting that whole Mousetrap set up, weren't you? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that's that's that was the fun part of it, you know. Yes. Even when even when I was a kid and I played with Star Wars or action figures, Doug, I mean the the setup was the best part. You yeah. know, you're putting him here to sniper on this guy and this yeah. guy's over here fighting that guy. Yeah. But then the actual actual event it took like literally oh, yeah. three minutes. So. Yeah, remember all you know, dominoes. You'd set up a couple hundred dominoes <laughs> for thirty seconds. And then half the time it wouldn't even all the way go down. But it was still fun Man. doing it, but no, they don't do any. Like I would be literally outside. Like that's the one thing I'm proud of because I call my godson's kid the grandbabies. All of them play softball, soccer. They're out in the yard. They're playing with the dog in the yard. They're, they limit them to the amount of time they're on the phone. They want to. The kids should learn technology. We all need technology because they won't be able to live without it. But at least they do outdoor stuff a few hours a day. They're rugged. My my brother Don goes over there tomato all the time and. They're doing stuff with the kids. You know what I'm saying? It's not all yeah. phone time. And that's what it should be. It's ridiculous. I mean, we were just looking. It's like, why are they even paying for this kid to be here? He has no idea it's even been here. No. No. So you can stay at home and do the same thing. A lot cheaper. Yeah. Well, like you guys do some days. You would say you just let JJ stay in the room because he wanted to play on the phone and the internet. So let him do it. But don't drag him yeah. around if you don't want to be with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was 15 at the time, and yeah. if yeah, if, if you don't want to go and you're wasting your time and making us miserable because yeah. we're trying to have fun with you, no, yeah. you stay here and yeah, me and Mama go have fun because we're gonna go yeah. play at Epcot. <laughs> exactly. No, but anyhow, what did you peek to see what your Gators are doing? No, I haven't looked. You got you know the score? No, but I could tell you. Give me a I second. I don't know if I want to know. Let me see. Let me get out of here and go to normal TV. I had the Disney, the, he was riding on the Skyliners, John. I was enjoying a ride on the Skyliner. Nothing Let, wrong with that. Let's see, where's where's the Florida game? Florida, Georgia. Yeah, you don't want to look. It's the 21 to nothing. So, oh, you did look it up? Moving along. Yeah, I just uh, did. Uh, okay. Well, I put the station on. It was on, a, it's on commercial, John, so I tried to look for you, but. Yeah. Well, at least Brady... That's about what I thought. Well, at least Brady already lost for you. Dude, he literally literally looks like he's 46 now. God bless him. He should have quit after the Super Bowl, John. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Especially after Gronkowski left uh, yeah. this uh, off season, because I, I think he's an easy target for him, and it was easy to find him and stuff like that. And he's just having issues finding other people. So, I mean, Mike Evans running wide open. I mean, he threw like yeah. ten worm burners into Mike Evans' feet last week, and it look, he yeah, looks totally that, disinterested out there too. There was one that hit Mike Evans in the hands that Mike Evans dropped. Oh, so. he did drop one. I will say that yeah. bomb last week, not this week. The one yeah. this week, no. the one this week, on. he was underthrown multiple times. I maybe yeah, Brady was trying to I get know. even with him, but it it just looked bad. He don't look interested. He should have quit two years ago. He'd probably still be married, and <laughs> he wouldn't be having these problems. So and, yeah, and and we'd either have Gabbert or we'd have. Uh, or we'd be looking at Cooper Rush or, or one of these other guys that look like a, a decent backup for other teams. I mean, we'd have a chance or, or maybe work Trask up into yeah, the rotation. Yeah, give Kyle his shot. But, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got to move on to the future, and right now we're just bogged down because what are you going to do? What are you going to, you're going to bench Tom Brady? I mean, no, you can't. You can't. So, but so, but yeah, Tom Brady, trapped. how bad Tom is playing right now, and I love you guys, Judith and Tommy, this is – 
Again, you can call him the goat. I whatever. But Tom Brady knows football so much. If he can, Tom Brady should bench Tom Brady at this point. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching that game. I'm like, I'm feeling bad for him. You know, I mean, it was kind of like watching Mike Schmidt his last year. Mike Schmidt quit halfway through middle of the season. Like we knew Mike should have retired the year before. Schmidt. He was still fielding his position, okay. But dude, when he he could never hit a curveball. But when he couldn't hit the fastball anymore, it was sad. He was hitting like 200 right at the Mendoza line. And finally, like during the middle of the season, he just said, I'm done. And we all wish he would just quit. the. You understand what I'm saying? He let it go to the point where now you're feeling bad for him. Yeah, and Dan Marino did the same thing. I mean, because yeah. I was a big Dolphins fan as a kid, and then I grew up. And, and, and years and years and years of Marino as your quarterback, and then – he had to have that horrible game against Jacksonville to compare to to com, you know to to uh, decide he's done. So, yeah. But I mean, you should have. I don't know. I, I I just wish they'd all retire like John Elway. One yeah. Super Bowl, go home. Well, know? that's what he should have. When he went to Tampa Bay and won that Super Bowl, he could have said, yeah. "Uppity up, up Look. all yours," and called it a day. And he'd have been. And he could, And the thing is, he's still going to be sitting in a booth. He signed like a a ten year, three hundred sixty million dollar deal or something crazy like that to do TV. But the point yeah. is, to be honest with you, all kidding aside, I'm more scared about because he looks disinterested in there out there, and he doesn't. He looks like he's in a fog a little bit, and it could be because of the divorce, everything else going on. But I don't want to see him get hurt because he's not a hundred percent into it. Yeah. And that's usually what happens when you're not 100% into it is when that crap hurts happens and you know that. And I really well, and don't I, I don't want to see him go out that way. And I'd like to see our our future. I mean, because we all know Tom Brady is not the Bucks future. I mean, there's no way he's here in 5 years. And no. we need to start working that way. So, well, I mean, if and, he, it, and if he's not if he's not going to get us into the playoffs this year then uh, although somehow I think we're still leading the freaking division, which is con- uh, it's ridiculous how horrible our division is this year. So. Yeah, well, the sad part with use is is that yous are still in it. If yous were out of it, you guys could trade Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Leonard Fournette and get some future. Cuz they're not yeah, your future. Uh, None of them are your future. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I I don't know. I don't know if I want to trade Mike Evans. I mean, he's been a buck forever, so I'd like to I, see him stay. I love him to pieces. He's on. He's been on my fantasy team since he was. I drafted him as a rookie. I love Mike Evans. He's my. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. But the point is, he's 29, 30 years old, and if you could get draft picks for, you understand what I'm saying? Let him go win yeah. somewhere else if they're not going to do it. That's my point. You, there's also doing something good for him if he wanted. If he wants to stay, he wants to stay. But you get what I'm saying. At least you can yeah, get something yeah. for him. He's he's and and Chris Godwin Godwin two knee injuries the whole nine yards. Leonard Fournette, he's two cheeseburgers away from not playing anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, he just you know he doesn't seem to be. Mister, he plays hard. Don't get me wrong, but he doesn't. He's like Charles Barkley of the NFL. If he yeah, actually put yeah. some effort into getting in shape, he'd be something even super special. So, but anyway, this is football talk uh, presented by the Adventures of Carmen and Brian. So head over to YouTube and see our friends Carmen and Brian. And did you see they posted a picture on Twitter yesterday? Uh, I think it was like six years ago. Today we were all together or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah, six years uh, yesterday at uh, Epcot in yeah. uh, Japan. Yep. Yeah, me, you. And uh, I think our wives were there too, but they didn't, they weren't in the picture. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that was the year uh, you were there and uh, met up with uh, uh, Bob and Dennis. And he, yeah, yeah, and he saved and Dennis saved you from getting in a fight. So, yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, he did. It was the night they were drinking around the world, food and wine, and he really did because that was the trip I was without Brenda. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, so there was nobody to keep me in line at all but dennis so thank you dennis <laughs> but anyhow johnny tell lisa we love her give our thoughts and prayers to her tell her you know we're praying for her you guys know if we could do anything we will so yeah i appreciate it and uh, and again thanks to everybody uh especially to my good buddy doug there who uh contributed so kindly to my gofundme page to, to help cover some of our bills and, and costs that are skyrocketing at this point so <laughs> <laughs> i do appreciate it. and the fact that i can't go to work i mean uh, I've, I've been for three days in a row now so i feel good so <laughs> finally but that was awesome i mean that, that's awesome that you're happy to be back at work john <laughs> you know how crazy that is <laughs> Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, oh, this is funny. Like, that picture got posted up there. And, and it was... I was just thinking about Grumpy 67 as I was looking at the resorts. Uh, Disney Dave. Remember Disney Dave was in Hawaii and he did the show with us the one time? Remember that a few uh, years ago? He lived in Hawaii. Yeah. Disney Dave did the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I miss hearing from Dave. How you doing, Dave? And... Again, I want to thank Jim Tucker and, and Robbie and Bo and Judith and Tommy and all our whole, Pat and our whole little family. Uh, we thank you guys for everything they do. The Grim Grinning Ghost, you know, they still do podcasts here and there, but they're going other places also besides Disney World. So thank you guys also. They retweet our stuff every week. Uh, we love all you guys and thank you. And if you love us or even like us or don't like us, uh, if you want to say Paul and Jerry are really horrible people over on <laughs> <laughs> and leave yeah. us a review on a uh, on pot I mean on a Apple iTunes we'd really appreciate a review please go over there and leave one and uh, we will talk to you real soon everybody be kind to one another and what do you want to say John bye bye folks have a great week and please for the love of God fold your strollers and don't argue with me about it put your strollers away guys don't get John mad <laughs> bye guys Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.